Hello, hello everyone and welcome to Injected Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Sorry, Hi, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> Hiya. Happy Easter. We hope that you had a nice Easter. We hope that you had a great bank holiday weekend. Um, and yeah, just like, or just, you know, just chilling. And if you've been working, like me too, I decided not to book off the days, but I've just oh, really? been kind of like... I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't book off the days. I just thought, you know what? Like, let me... Because like no one was really going to be around and I mm. wouldn't have no meetings. Mm. And I didn't actually have any plans as such. It was like, I don't have no plans to go outside anyway. So I might as well just sit with my computer on and pretend like I'm doing something. <laughs> like it doesn't, it's not going to make a difference. Yeah. So, and like I was actually doing work today as well. Well, I did something and then I was just more focusing on kind of like budgeting and personal development stuff. Mm. But um, that's good. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to just keep my days and have extra days to take off another time. Mm. Um, yeah that's good like if you've not got anything big planned either you may as well yeah may as well just do that instead exactly exactly so yeah that's been my bank holiday but how how's how's your long weekend been um it's been it's been good i've just well yesterday i went out for brunch with a few of my friends and oh (laughs) when i tell you you look so good in your photos as well all your photos look so good just oh I was feeling yeah. myself because sometimes I just need to put on Yeah, but with right. You had the right to feel yourself. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like you, you were looking <laughs> sexy. Sometimes <laughs> like when when I go for ages without getting properly dressed up and then I get properly dressed up, I'm like, oh, there she is. That's me. That's yeah, the real me. <laughs> I get you. I get you. <laughs> I haven't lost it. But um <laughs> but yeah, it was nice. Went out for food. Um, and then went out for a couple of drinks but that's all I've Mm -hmm. done and I was saying to you I feel like there is a lot of pressure to be up and doing things on bank holidays and Mm -hmm. or at least doing expensive things so it's like let's all go for brunches let's all go for drinks let's all go like to these bougie places or let's go to rave let's go and it's like I actually I I wasn't in the mood to do any of that stuff and I just I spent Friday and Saturday um, just watching films that I've been wanting to watch for a while. So I watched Boxing Day. I watched some other like mm. old movies. Um, <laughs> she went and put on the Christmas film. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> getting into the holiday spirit, but wrong holiday. She, she didn't. She didn't get it for the Christmas bank holiday. So no, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> only- Easter bank holiday is <laughs> yeah, literally. But yeah, that's all I've been doing, and it, I I enjoy spending time by myself and just relaxing. And like I was listening mm. to the to my sister's podcast, and they they mentioned about how at one point they were talking about they like when you live in London you're spending a lot of money to rent so you may as well make your home like spend as like yeah. much time in your home as you want rather than feeling the need to go out all the time and I was like yeah it's true because I really yeah. like where I live and I like relaxing I like staying in and cooking and doing all of my like self-help kind of things so like I'm not mm-hmm. going to force going out for for drinks and f- to events that I'm not like guaranteed a good time when I know I'm guaranteed a good time staying in with myself sometimes. Yeah, I get you. I get that completely because I've been feeling like similar as well. Mm. And um, because it's like, okay, I feel like I go out. Yeah. I have an all right time, but I Mm -hmm. spend loads of money. 
Yeah. But then it's like, or I'll stay in, then it's just like, ugh, I'm just inside all the time. Mm. And I feel like it's just, it's hard, especially because I live alone. I feel like it's just been a bit hard because it's like, okay, um, I feel like, I feel like I'm just always at home mm. all the time. And especially with now working from home as well, like I'm literally mm. just in this room all the time yeah, <laughs> completely yeah and um yeah so it's easy to kind of just get into that like that weird I feel like it's a bit of cabin fever a bit as mm, well because it's yeah. a bit just in this weird funk where it's just like oh, but I'm not doing anything and yeah but yeah. then like why is it every day doing something or you know and it's like I can't even I can't even be going out and seeing family all the time because petrol prices are so expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's just, and it's just so expensive just to travel anywhere. And as well, like there was some skating events on, um, mm. there was a skating event on Friday, but like regardless of Friday, I had a friend, my friend was over like most of the week anyway. Mm. So Friday we just had, um, I was pretending to work and we just had a load of films on. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then, um, but yeah, but like, I was going to see if there was an event on today. I didn't really see anything as such, uh, but I don't think I looked hard enough either. Mm. Um, but even then, because all the events are like kind of in South London, it's just mm. a lot. It's just now it's just like, do I have the money to travel there? I don't, mm. I don't think I've got the money to be traveling to South London. And it's just, it's just a lot. It's a shame, but it's a lot. Yeah, but, I think there there is yeah. a, a lot of pressure to be doing these like, posy kind of things as well like uh, mm. they're, they're fun sometimes but it's like back when we were younger and we didn't have all this money we'd enjoy our bank holidays doing our own things and now all of a sudden mm. I feel like because the internet has brought us all so closer together it's like we're seeing that everyone is doing something big and everyone's got and these I think cause, amazing things cause on every, yeah because everything's about like stunting as well yeah, on yeah. Instagram like you know and having a put something to post I feel like that's something else that as well is kind of mm. causing that, which to be honest, I definitely fall victim to. I'm definitely like, <laughs> I want to go out somewhere so I can get some nice pictures and so I can have something to post. I like definitely, definitely mm. I am victim. Like I'll fall, I'll fall victim to that all the time. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. Just sometimes chill out, isn't it? Like... Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. And it's just, it's a lot. And especially as well, being introverted, it's like, I really don't need to be out all the time. Yeah. Like, I, I I don't need it. You don't really, it's like one of those things, it's like, it's like you, when you look at people having fun, it's like you kind of have FOMO. Yeah. But then when you're in that environment, it's kind of like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> it's true. Like even today, that kind of thing. my feet, like from yesterday, I wore like, they weren't even big heels. They were just like small wedgy heel things. But my feet are hurting. Like I've got blisters all over my feet. And I'm like, oh. this is what the Instagram people aren't showing you. When when they're out, yeah. these brunches and stuff, people's feet have blisters and they've got plasters all over their feet. But you're not seeing this stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, it depends on the type of brunch. Because like, the brunch is like, mm. if you're going on a party brunch or a brunch yeah. where you you end up walking a lot, mm. then, then yeah. But otherwise because brunches are meant to be chill <laughs> but traveling like i wasn't even dancing or anything it was the traveling yeah. like the walking traveling to the station the... yeah and the the walking literally london is not made for hills no it's and not. that's the thing because because the thing is you know like with the influencers mm. like the the rich influencers 
they're getting taxi door to door. Yeah, yeah it's they're true. They're getting Ubers door to door. And then it's just like, we're trying to keep up with that because, <laughs> you know, we also want cute. We also want to look cute. We also want our cute pictures. We also want to wear heel. Mm. We also want to go shoe and bag when we go mm-hmm. out. But like, the thing is like, because I do, can't remember the last time I actually wore heels, like actual heels. It was probably like for my 25th birthday. Mm. And even then it was just like, well, I shouldn't be getting on the damn tube because <laughs> like, what, like, look at me. I look so nice and I'm sitting on the tube. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's honestly, that. Oh my God. I didn't tell you actually. I was on the tube on the way and my, my dress, it wasn't zipping up at the back. So I had to wait until mm-hmm. I was with friends so that they could zip it up properly. To get and them I, to zip it. Yeah. And I had like a little jacket on. And as I was on the tube and I got up to get off, I was like, it was packed because, you know, every single fucking family in the country wants to come to London on bank holiday. So it was just packed. Yeah. I had a seat and then I got up. My nipple was out. I was like... <laughs> oh, shit. And about five people saw it. And I just... <laughs> I tucked it behind my jacket. I was like, wow. Like, I've literally just flashed to like a lot like, of people whoops. on this train. But uh, I've, I've kind of got... a nipple. Free the nips. Literally, I've got to that stage in life where I'm like, meh, it's a boob. Like, yeah. <laughs> you've seen my nipple. Lucky like, you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, to be honest, what is actually so special about nipples? I don't think... There's just nothing... Yeah, like nothing. It's it's literally like men have just kind of glorified women's nipples. Yeah, just because they don't have breasts. It's just <laughs> it is just a weird. It's a weird thing. But because why? Because well, it's like why why is it that women's nipples? You look at them and it's just like, oh my god, that's like vulgar. Oh my gosh, disgusting. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're flashing. It's nudity. But men's nipples, they're allowed to have their nips out, their breasts out all the yeah. time. And like, because I feel uncomfortable when men just have their shirts off. Just, Same in like the supermarket. Just, I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? it's just like, it's, 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 it's uncomfortable. It is yeah. uncomfortable. And it's confident. Like, can you imagine having that confidence as, as a human being, like walking into a supermarket with no top on? Like, I just can't even is, imagine it's, it. It's, it's just men. Like I remember because there was times, so because we're doing cheerleading, um, like some of the boys, like, well, no, only kind of one guy um, who actually like we're friends with. Um, yeah, I'm friends with him anyway. I'm mm. going to shout, I'm going to, um, I'm going to cuss him. Uh, <laughs> so, like there's sometimes in cheerleading when it was hot days, like he would have his, he would have his top off. Mm. But then like we would, like people in the committee and also the coaches mm. would just be like, I would, sorry, I was about to say his name. We'd just be like, <laughs> oh, put your top back on. Can you, can you just put your top on? And, mm. that, and they would complain, be like, oh, it's so hot. It's so hot. And it's just like, yeah, but us girls have to be wearing our clothes. Yeah. You put your top on. It's, it is uncomfortable. We don't want like, that. Like you're already touching a lot of, a lot of our bums. Like when you're catching people, whatever, mm. like, can <laughs> you just put your top on? Yeah. <laughs> what is the problem? <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's just like. They can get away with yeah, it. Yeah. I just, it is, it is uncomfortable just being close proximity. Like it's when, when it's like, you're not, we're not on a beach. Yeah. If we're on a beach, fine. But right now we're not on a beach. So like we're like can we be like all the same level as level of dressed mm-hmm. right now? Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think they need to either allow us to do the same or just don't do it at just, all. 
just stop sexualizing nipples just in general like can't yeah. we just free the nip why is it that women's breasts are sexualized so much yeah but the thing just that i why? don't understand about it is like why is it the nipple that's sexualized and not the actual like cup do you know the what breasts. i mean yeah like because the breast yeah. is what's different from the man a lot because of the time you know <laughs> you know when you're on like oh poly and those yeah. sites and they have the see-through dresses and they they photoshop out all the nipples do they <laughs> i've never noticed yeah when mm. you see the see-through dresses they photoshop out all the nipples and their breasts just look so weird because because as well their breasts are all fake as well oh, so they're yeah. all sitting in a certain space and then there's just no nipple it's just like literally just like flat like and it just looks weird but then that's like false advertisement because i might buy the dress thinking Oh, like, so thinking it covers you have the a nipple. nipple a little bit. Yeah, not thinking I Oh, won't. no, no. Like, these are proper see-through. Like, you know that your oh, nipple will be okay. showing. They're proper see-through, see-through. Like, yeah, they're proper see-through, see-through. <laughs> so, but yeah, like, free the nip. We want, like, we want our nips to be able to be out, mm-hmm. you know, without without Instagram saying it's nudity. Like, <laughs> yeah. please, stop, stop taking down our posts. If we want our nips out, let's have our nips out. Um, yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. Yes, please. Um, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, so I guess I, I wanted to just say, we, we haven't mentioned this before, but um, we always talk about Dawn Butler. We love her so much. I think she's amazing. Yeah, we love her. Um, but recently she posted that she's um, she's recovering from breast cancer. I think she's had an operation. So we just wanted to wish mm. her a speedy recovery. Um, yeah. Because she's a lovely woman and yeah, speedy recovery. And thoughts, thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. Good positive positive vibes because that's what we inject over here. Mm-hmm. Positive vibes over to her and her recovery. Yeah. Um oh so yesterday a thread came out. Um so a girl called um Zainab um mm. tweeted about her her experience as a solo traveler going to Zanzibar mm-hmm. okay so basically all in like just um long story short uh Zainab was staying in a hotel in Zanzibar and apparently she um she woke up one time at night to see that someone was in her bed which is terrifying terrifying um and basically kind of so what happened was that this um so the person who had like kind of come in her room basically um there was a security guard who it was a security guard that she'd seen around the hotel Mm. and um yeah and basically so she had and she'd gone to the police in Zanzibar which they had said kind of how um one of the suspects who um who went to try and assault her was the security part was the security man at the hotel and he actually confessed to the crime Mm. and then he also had an accomplice um which was one of the kitchen staff and basically um so what the security guard said was that he said that the kitchen staff told him to go to to go to her room and they committed the crime together basically and they and so they were kind of arrested and kept in in a police cell and um yeah and basically so she had actually seen them kind of um by the pool 
kind of like at night and stuff and these were she'd seen them by the pool at night she Mm. was kind of thinking that oh they look a bit dodgy Mm. and um yeah and basically it was them who had actually gone who had gone to her room um so that's kind of like with how the thread kind of goes um but like so it's pretty terrifying this girl she just went she went to go on a solo trip for her birthday in zanzibar and like as well because i was actually looking at planning to go there for my birthday solo Mm. um in september and from kind of like like research i've done and stuff like people have said it's pretty um a pretty safe place quite friendly a lot of people recommend it for so for solo travel solo female travel and stuff so because i was actually looking into doing it um but basically and basically now like on her thread there's a lot of people a lot of um tanzanian people and people from zanzibar who are kind of commenting and they're very much like riding for their people and stuff rather Mm. than actually trying to be like understand like hold on this woman was assaulted in her room like this ain't Mm. this ain't right and um the the hotel that she stayed in has received like loads of negative thousands of negative reviews now from this thread which is obviously good mm. and but now the hotel are trying to be like no, they haven't even stayed here and why are they doing that and it's just like look i'm sorry you guys employed those people mm. and this happened at your hotel you need to now be safeguarding and doing what you can to ensure the safety of your guests like yeah. point blank you know not like who's gonna feel safe going there you know mm. um, and i doubt it was their first time doing this if they're like a little tag team exactly exactly and like this is the thing with kind of um solo female travel like Mm. or just even female travel in general like it's guys you have to be obviously like the thing is is that you don't want to be put off from being able to travel anywhere solo like Mm. we should be able to go where we want in the world and have the freedom to feel safe wherever we're traveling to that's solo in a group regardless Mm. um and this isn't the first time i've heard a story like this Mm -hmm. um because i've seen threads where they've spoken about how um oh so just as a tip guys um if anyone is um traveling solo looking to travel solo on amazon i'll i'll actually post the link in our description as well Mm. On Amazon, you can buy some jo- some door jam locks. So basically, you put you can. So basically, it's it's a lock that will go. You like when you open the door, you will put this in like inside the um on the inside part of the door and onto the mm. handle. Close the door, then you can lock it from the inside. This way, anyone who has a key from the outside who will try and get in your room they can't get in because this is going to keep the door wedged shut you can also get like some kind of like door wedges that you can put underneath the door to keep the door wedged shut so people can't Mm. enter your room even if they have a key yeah so like um i like even myself i haven't bought one yet i really need to just invest in one um but yeah like this is definitely something to look into purchasing because i've heard so many stories there was a thread where um they were basically talking about this door the door jam lock Mm. that where 
they stayed in a ho- they were staying in a hotel. Um, so it was a young woman staying in a hotel by herself, solo traveling, and she had this door jam lock. And um, she heard someone trying to get into her room at nighttime. And because of this lock, they couldn't get in. Mm. So they had to leave it. And then afterwards, when she posted about it afterwards, she heard that 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 specific hotel has had a few problems where girls have had similar experiences, had the experience Ugh. and there's some women who have been kidnapped and sex trafficked from from this hotel and it's like it's like an operation that's running through the hotel where Mm. they see um solo female travelers um that'll target certain demographics and they'll like kind of do have their little targets of who they're going to um kidnap or whatever and stuff like that and yeah so and i've seen threads like that before which is why I was going to buy this door, this door jam thing for the next time I was going to travel solo. Mm. But um, yeah, guys, definitely look into investing in this. If you are looking to travel solo, I feel like this, what happened to Zainab is awful and it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't have happened. Um, and I, this is not her fault at all. Like we shouldn't, uh, like just regardless we shouldn't have to be thinking about buying things <laughs> to lock us in our rooms yeah. because at the end of the day like the doors to get out locked. it's easy mm. yeah exactly the door's already locked it is you can get out easily with this because mm. I was gonna because I don't want to say oh my gosh it's a fire hazard you can get mm. out easily so but the thing is is that we shouldn't have to be trying to lock ourselves in our hotel rooms for our own safety when the hotels are meant to be safeguarded. There's meant mm. to be people there 24 seven. However, it seems like within this ho- within the hotel industry, there's people who are operating and doing these things and trying to sexually abuse, sexually assault women. Mm. And it's awful. And there's nothing like, Zainab didn't didn't do anything wrong. She didn't do anything wrong. She shouldn't be having to be like, oh, spending more money to stay at five star hotel. I'm sorry, these five star hotels also have their operations in place also. So mm. like she shouldn't there's there's nothing, there's nothing that she that she could have done differently. Um and just it's just awful that she's gone through this traumatic experience. And it's awful that so many women have gone through these experiences as well and we just like we just pray that everyone is is safe traveling Mm. and um anyone who's traveling solo at the moment just like we pray that you're just staying safe you're looking after yourself and just that no harm comes towards you um because literally like if we want to live our best lives we should be allowed to live our best lives we shouldn't have to be waiting until we have a man wait until we have a partner to be going (laughs) traveling with you know like i'm sorry Mm. like these men like like why should we be doing that like these men can't commit to a relationship but we need to be waiting for them to travel the world (laughs) i don't fucking think so why should we do that they're not looking for anything serious which includes international travel they're happy to lay in bed i'm sorry like do they like, do they even have the have range for travel? Yeah. Or a passport? <laughs> oh gosh, don't make me sick. So, something something yeah. I carry with me. I've got a rape alarm, which I bought 
I think like last year and that's mm-hmm. definitely helped me with I my confidence. I was told to buy one. Yeah, like, like I, that. I was told to buy one for when I was traveling solo in Malta and I didn't. <laughs> my cousin was like, Alex, can you buy a rape alarm? Can you buy all of this stuff? And I was like, oh, yeah, and I didn't buy it. But um, but that was only because, I, so I stayed in a hostel and I was in an all female mm. room. And then I ended up just traveling around, just going around with um with this Scottish girl the whole time. Yeah, so it's you like said that. I, I kind yeah. of I kind of wasn't by myself. Yeah. But um yeah, next next trip definitely I yeah. will actually Stock try and up. be cautious <laughs> and get the your... get the lock. Yeah, literally the lock. Get get the rape, the rape alarm, alarm and all of that. What else do I have? I don't know whether this is allowed, but like when we're living in in a world where men are just crazy and like you know, mm-hmm. they're not getting they're not getting the time in prison, the right amount of time in prison for the crimes that they're doing um, yeah. against women. So I carry um, an Afro pick with me, and it's got um, it's like wooden. And so if someone tried to come near me, and you know, like tried to fight me or anything, I could use it potentially as a weapon. So I think always mm. carry something with you that if worse comes to worse, I don't, <laughs> this is probably awful awful advice because it's. Um, it's not even promoting violence. It's promoting safety because, like, what else are we supposed to do? Mm, like, self-defense. Yeah, there's. We're not putting in the measures in this country to like actually root out the problem of male violence. It's like all mm-hmm. this stuff beating around the bush. So, like, I think if you want to feel safe, then don't, you should be allowed to carry something that makes you feel safe. Don't you think self self-defense classes should be compulsory compulsory in schools? Why are we doing PE and not learning self-defense? <laughs> We're doing fucking gymnastics instead, and like bloody yeah. rock I mean, climbing. Don't get me wrong; I do love, I do love gymnastics because yeah, like, that's all, all I did through school. But um, and like you know, that's why I do pole now because you know gymnastics <laughs> background. But still, like, why are like they have different seasonal things? Like, why are we outside in the cold doing hockey? Why aren't we learning <laughs> self defense? Like, it's true. Why am I doing cross country when I could be learning? you know, how to protect myself. <laughs> Literally. I like, because I, I saw like my workplace are offering some self-defense classes and stuff, but then I have to sign up for it. I have to go in the office. I don't want to do that. Like, mm, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, and as well, it's limited places and stuff. And it's like, no, what, why aren't you guys just like, this needs to be offered kind of all the time. Yeah. Like I, I really am, in in like at least this year, I want to join um or go attend some sort of self defense classes. But like I, someone contacted me but on like Instagram. But the thing is, we shouldn't have to pay for it. No, like exactly that. But someone just someone like we shouldn't have to be me. paying for sanitary products. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. it's true. Someone asked me if I want. I'm interested in doing self defense classes in like North London, and I was like, but the thing mm-hmm. with that is, like, first of all, travel. You. Second of all, I'm I'm. I don't really want to be traveling at nighttime somewhere yeah, late in the dark. To have to practice your self-defense. Yeah, it's Fuck like off. counterintuitive. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> That's not what I want. <laughs> I'd rather just do something close. But where the fuck? Like, how do you find these things? I don't know how you find them. Google. And like, That's how I found my pole classes. Google. And I found my sister's, yeah, I found my sister some pole classes as well, close, close to home. Mm. Um, and literally Google, Google. And then you just have to turn up and hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> well, the just the teacher's go there, not a prick. At, just basically go look at the things, anything that's kind of modern. If they, they, they should have a website, they should be updating the website. You should be able to book through the website. So anything that's kind of modern and up to date, you, you'll be able to do all of that. And yeah. that's how, and they will have pictures of what the, 
of what kind of like their facilities look like where they run it and that's how you can see if it's a good place or not yeah um, yeah and then they should also have an instagram and also have some kind of social media to go along with it and then mm. that's how you that's how you can tell um i think that's what's good about social media now um mm. Because I literally, when I, when I first moved to London and I was looking for things to do, I was, cause I was looking to try and get in, back into trampolining. I was looking to get into um, gymnastics or tumbling mm. and stuff. And all of those websites are so fucking out of date. Yeah. They're, they're so, so rubbish. Crusty. Yeah. And the facilities are awful. Then when I, so I, I managed to find somewhere to go trampolining. I went once just like a load of eight year olds. Mm. Um, the woman looked at me funny because of my piercings and was like, "Well, you have to take those piercings out." And it's just like, for fuck's sake, like, I'm I'm an adult, like, really, mm. do I have to? And so I had to go. I went and put like plasters on my nose and on my ears and whatever. Mm. And it's just like, yeah, just ridiculous. Yeah. Just yeah, just yeah. Um, but any good places and stuff now if they're serious about their business they'll have a website and they'll have some social media profiles other than just facebook as well because i'm sorry Mm. like younger people aren't on facebook only only the only the parents are on facebook like you don't want (laughs) nothing to do with facebook and that's also how you know when something's a bit outdated like yeah it's just just been run by adults yeah (laughs) right it's just been run by parents sorry Adults, that like we're not adults. <laughs> <laughs> Am I an boys. adult? Who knows? What <laughs> about with the big boys? Um, yeah, so, but yeah, just to say again, like, anyone who's traveling solo, like, please don't be put off traveling solo because I'm still, to be honest, I'm still debating to go to Zanzibar. Mm. Like, people because I was there just doing like I was just messing about today I just put up like oh where should I go next and then Mm. um because my friend knows knew I wanted to go to Zanzibar she commented Zanzibar yeah and and I put it on my story I deleted it now because Mm. people are coming back to me saying no and they're telling me (laughs) no you're not going there and like so my sister was like you're not going there you're definitely not going there by yourself and all of this stuff and it's just like yeah and it's like I don't want I don't want I don't want people, I don't want women especially to be put off solo solo travel. Like Cause this stuff happens in the is, UK as well. Like these exactly. hotel security or people breaking into hotel rooms and you know Exactly. Yeah. And um yeah, so just don't be put off solo travel. Unfortunately, now unfortunately just try and take extra precaution. Um even though like obviously it's not it's not fair that we have to be doing this, but just take extra precaution and it mm. is okay. You can still have a good time. You can, and you can still say, stay safe at the same yeah. time. Um, yeah. Just please don't be put off solo travel. Like it is, it is for you. It is for everyone. I'd re- I definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah, like you guys will be fine. So um yeah. But yeah, like just all our positive vibes are with Zainab. Our positive vibes are with all women who are traveling solo at the moment and just just hoping that everyone just stays safe. Yes, yeah, and safe. um yeah. Wherever you're wherever you're visiting. Um so yeah. Um so this video went I don't know, viral I guess on Twitter 
of mm-hmm. a rapper. Her name's Light Skin Keisha. I've never actually heard of her before. She's an American rapper. Okay. And it's a video about her kind of relationship advice. I'm going to see if I can play it. Hopefully this is the right clip. Okay. Baby, oh, yeah, this is I could it. be out with my friends and we could be having a blast. But the minute that my man calls, hello, you say what? You want me to come with? I'm out. Wow. I'm out. Period. Where are you going? To my man. To my man. Uh, you always with him. You was just with him. I, I don't care. I'm going to be with him. <laughs> and I'm going to be with him again after that. And again after that. And again after that. Because that's my man. I'm out. Turn up with y'all later. I'll see y'all later. Period. <laughs> and people were saying she doesn't deserve friends. <laughs> Actually, though, actually, okay, listening to her, I think I'm going to do the other side of it. I'm going to try, I'm going to, I'm going to argue her side of it, I think. Okay, well, I'm not arguing either because I just, I just found the video quite funny. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the thing is, okay, so on one hand, it's just like, okay, what what the hell, your man calls and you're running, running, running off to him. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit sad. I'm sorry. Your Mm. man can wait. Yeah, you know, not not every day. Bend Clingy. over for your man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then on the other hand, if that's what she wants to do, she's like, she's not even enjoying her time with her mates anyway, and her man is yeah. just like, "Oh, babe, where are you?" And it's just like, "Oh shit, I'll be there in five minutes." <laughs> no, fair enough. Maybe she just likes she likes her man. She loves she's her man. This is kind of like, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, and as well, have you found? Because I used to kind of find this at uni. Mm. This is no shade towards anyone that I was at uni with. But, um, like, so, like, after kind of, like, um, raves and whatever, after we've been out and stuff, Mm. I would, like, I would go back with, like, with the guy I was seeing kind of thing. Yeah. And then, like, some people would give me, like, side eye and whatever. And it's just, like what's the issue like I ain't gonna be sleeping in bed with you like what <laughs> like 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 the rave is finishing anyway mm. why can't I just go like you know I'm gonna go back yeah, and I'm gonna stop there yeah. you know like they're gonna cook me food they're gonna make me breakfast you know like so yeah, yeah. like why not like I just wanna chill there what's the what's the issue mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like so say if it's like you know, say if all of her, like, it back back to Light Skin mm. Keisha, that, whatever her name is, back to her, um, like, to her mates. Yeah. If all of her friends are single, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, do you sometimes think that maybe that they're just being jealous and they're just projecting onto her? Um, I think potentially because... When someone is in a relationship like that and it's like they're always going back with their man, I see it as, well, yeah, it's because they like each other, they want to spend time with each other, yeah. and they want to go to bed with each other. Like, I, I see it kind of as a straightforward thing rather than it being some calculated thing where she's leaving her friends for her man. Like, it's like sometimes people just like, want to go home and be comfy and like yeah. not pay for the cab. Not like sometimes, like, she's, she's already been out with her mates. Literally, like, like what, what more what do you more want? is going to happen? Yeah. What more is going to happen in the night, really? <laughs> like, you guys are turned up. You had your fun. Now her man is just like, oh, babe, I'm free. I've I've finished with my boys. Do you want to come yeah. meet? Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Let me come meet you. And sometimes yeah. you think as well, because it's like, 
are they projecting? Because say, say even in their own relationships, maybe mm. they don't like their man. Maybe they don't like their <laughs> own man. And that's why they're just like, oh, you're always with your man. You're always doing this. But like, I feel like the thing is, okay, say if um, you're a teenager, yeah. Mm. Like, so say from like, you know, from 15 to 20. Yeah. And you ditch all your mates for your man. Then yeah. it's just like, look, this is unhealthy. Yeah. yeah. Go play out with your friends kind of thing. <laughs> but when it gets to like, when you're older, it gets to a point where it's just like, well, yeah, this is my man. This is who I'm spending my life with. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, if I, if I went and called him to come and leave his boys, I'd expect him to leave his boys when I ask him to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I, I feel like there, there would be a reason. It wouldn't be like for me, if I was in her shoes, it wouldn't be a clingy thing. It would be like, oh, I really need some support. I really need like your like just your time yeah. right now. I might be going through something. It's not like I, I'm guessing in her case, it's not like every time she's out with her girls, her man's texting her like, oh, come home now. Come home. Uh, it's probably one yeah. of the things where it's like it happens once in a while. It's and, like, the they just want to spend time. Yeah, or it might just be like, OK, it's coming to 2 a.m. <laughs> and yeah. he's just like oh babe Get come, home oh babe are you coming back to mine and yeah. she'd be like oh shit you're home yeah I'm coming you know yeah. it's like it's coming yeah. to the end like no, nothing good ever happens after 2am anyway like you've it's had true. your fun you've done your drinks you've been shaking your ass whatever doing your hot girl shit and now your man is calling and it's just like <laughs> fuck yeah. let me let me stay there like yeah. this is how you this is how you know that I've clearly grown up because <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally just thinking like well, yeah. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't they want to be with their man? Just yeah, yeah. I, I you know. get it as well because I feel, I feel like, like that's... if my man was text, go on, carry on. I was just gonna say, like, I feel like my parents would do the same thing. Like any any yeah. kind of adult relationship where it's like, I want to go go home to spend time with my partner. It's always yeah. it's understandable. It's not like yeah. a petty petty thing. And this, I think, people online they were kind of making it seem like she's. Like she doesn't appreciate her friends and stuff like that, but it's like, mm. oh come on, like just let let people be in but, love. <laughs> but the thing is that she's been out with her friends. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> she's out with her friends, and it's not a healthy friendship. If if her friends are making her feel if they bad, have a problem. Yeah, because yeah. like clearly, clearly she sees her friends enough. Yeah, literally. For, the, for them to make the comment, she sees mm. her friends enough. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. What is the issue? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, this is how you know I've, I'm growing up because I'm yeah. probably just like, <laughs> you know, don't care. yeah. Look, I've spent my time with you bitches already. Let me go home. Let me go home yeah. to my man. Like, you and know, this is this is the person who I'm gonna who I want to spend the rest of my life with. Like, let me. Yeah, like, I want food and I want cuddles. Like, that's all I yeah, want right literally. now. Actually, <laughs> those cuddles. Oh. Yeah, when you're cold. Oh, it's so nice. <sighs> but um, what I found. Like the separate point about this girl, like I've realized there's a lot of these rappers in America, the female rappers, that mm-hmm. they're they're fully black women, but they like to include an exotic touch to their rapper name. Yeah. So say for instance, there's Cuban doll, there's another one called Chinese Kitty, there's another one called Asian doll, there's another one called Tokyo Jets. And it's like <laughs> these women are all black women, like fully black women the features of like an African woman. Do you know what I mean? But mm. it's it's because I feel like what I was saying to you earlier, men have kind of they've 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 put exotic women on a pedestal. Black men have put exotic women on a pedestal. Even in songs, like it's always like, oh, I like I like my women with a Caribbean booty, 
um, mm-hmm. or African booty and then um, Chinese or East Asian face or like Persian face. And it's like constantly, you, you, it's like they can't accept a black woman in in these songs. Yeah. It's like a fully black woman is not good enough. You've got to have a little something in you. You've got to have something in you or you're not, yeah. you're not as desirable. And these women are obviously play. it's like desirability it's politics. Now, They're obviously playing into it too. Of- coming now into the female rap scene where it's like everything yeah. needs to be about that also and I, yeah. I feel like because we even touched on this um, if you guys want to go back and listen to our episode with Storm Skater we mm. touched on this about kind of like um, female rappers like the like they all have to be overly sexualized overly feminine mm-hmm. to kind of make it you know to to make it just is in a sense they have to be desirable they have to be rapping about sex have to be rapping about money mm. and all of this stuff and that's not even to say because like say if we mention missy elliott missy elliott rapped about sex and money as well mm-hmm. but then because she wasn't the sex symbol that all of these male rappers desired yeah everyone overlooked that like because mm-hmm. you listen to missy elliott songs now and it's like, oh shit, this this woman is rapping about her pussy mm. and about like, you know, like work it. She's she's rapping about <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, there's even a part when it has the ele- when it has the, an elephant noise when she's talking about dick oh, yeah, and whatever. Yeah. You know, like it's literally but it's everyone kind of overlooks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and like, oh, don't I look like a Halle Berry poster? poster. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> no, she goes, um, sex be so good, you need a glass of water. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, yeah, let's know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. And, um, yeah, but everyone kind of overlooks Missy Elliott because she wasn't the desirable sex symbol that yeah. they wanted to see. And, which is just disgusting and it's just crazy mm. how like the it's like the especially kind of like the american well even the british female rap scene yeah um they're really playing into that and it's mm. like which okay fine it's it's cool like it's cool to be to it's cool to like you know to be open about your sexuality and you mm. know being sexy and that is it's completely fine but it's like it's like everyone has to be everyone is just doing the same aesthetic and it's all from mm. the little Kim aesthetic, you yeah, know, cause yeah. it's all come from the little Kim aesthetic. Cause which was then kind of embodied by Nicki Minaj and Cardi B now Megan mm. The Stallion and all of them. Then you got like Miss Banks, IVD and all of mm. these female rappers. It's all the same aesthetic with the colorful wigs and that like, even like mm. Spice when you see her, like mm. the colorful wigs, the BBLs, the, Mm. You know, all of the them big have BBLs. Boobs. It's crazy how many BBLs I'm yeah, seeing these days on literally. Instagram. And um, and it's crazy that that is the aesthetic of female rappers and how female rappers now, it's like the only way to sell is if you're rapping about sex, mm. which is a shame. Yeah. But then at the same time, in a lot of rap, in a, in a lot of hip hop mouse yeah even the men not not even just now mm. even the men only rapped about sex like if even yeah. old school hip hop like biggie biggie rapped about sex so mm-hmm. much yeah you know? they all did they all did yeah um, and yeah and it's just it's just crazy but then like shout out little sims because you know like yeah. i love her aesthetic yeah, I yeah. love this, this new and even any like they're they're doing that. Oh, I love any. Surely there's yeah. some American girls that are doing it as well. But I um 
more into the British girls at the moment. They're just mm-hmm. they're not they're not pandering to the like desires of men, which is just so different to see. Which like I love I love Little Kim. Like I love all of them. Like I I love all of that yeah. music. I I think it's it's amazing. But yeah, when like these these women these British ones, it's like there's something mm-hmm. very authentic about them and very different, and it just makes me want to listen to them more and be into their music yeah. more because they're, yeah, they're just definitely. doing their own thing and they don't seem to care what other people think. They're making music because they love their music. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's just yeah, it's crazy. It's I feel like this kind of fits in with what we were talking about last week with the whole like. Mm-hmm. like the black girl aesthetic at the moment and it's kind of like where where do other black girls fit in but then it's kind of like yeah. oh if you don't fit that regular um wig girl bbl um fake boobs aesthetic then mm. you fit in the alternative girl aesthetic yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> the, Eric the, the, <laughs> the the alternative black girl the, the afro punk kind yeah. of aesthetic yeah. and it's just like but like it's not it's not every day kind of you can do both like you can do whatever you want to do and i i think it's it's very annoying that people try and put black girls in boxes like there's only certain certain things that you can fit into i watched a youtube video actually recently about Mm -hmm. the like awkward black girl or the average black girl which is just most black girls like normal girls normal looking no filler Mm -hmm. like no like natural hair or like hair in braids and just how I think that's why maybe maybe I like any and the other girls because it's like they're just normal like and it's yeah. so rare to see normal people that look like your friends and family like as big pop stars it's so rare mm. yeah it is it is it's just it's crazy it's crazy mm. and it's just like um yeah like sorry I just want to kind of like I'm just gonna yeah swap around the order yeah but anyway yeah. like because even with this whole so like because you told me that you were listening to um pressed podcast with adiola and mariam mm. yeah um and how they were talking about like kind of different surgeries they've had like this is just us kind of coming off um this just talking about this black girl aesthetic mm. and like and just seeing and it is just like everyone now all of the black girls okay if you're it's like the presentable black girl look is wig eyelashes Mm. bbl fake boobs tiny Mm. waist snatched waist and it's like that and that's you know and that's just the aesthetic now yeah and it's just kind of like and and isn't it just crazy like how did it become so like BBL's kind of been popularized by kind of mainly like the Kardashians. Mm. How did this now become like an aesthetic that is mainly black women are kind of constantly doing? And um, I think it's because not all like black women have massive asses. Like and yeah. that's another stereotype. It's like all all black girls have big bums, and it's like they yeah. actually don't. Like a lot of black women are slim and like. Yeah even like skinny like they don't have a big bum but if so they're, when they're not actually when they're not ticking that box that people expect I guess it's more pressure because it's mm-hmm. like I'm a black girl and I should have a big bum and I should have thighs but I don't have it so maybe that's why a lot of these girls are getting them done yeah exactly and it's like it's like as well this whole idea of these girls probably were feeling like they didn't fit in 
mm. to like in, fit in fit into blackness, mm. and yeah. then it's like oh, if I get a BBL, then I can fit into the black into blackness, and isn't I'd it crazy that it's like girl. yeah, and isn't it crazy that this desirability of blackness has come from the Kardashians, mm. and yeah. but then but then at the same time it makes sense seeing as kind of most of the Kardashians were all with black men. Yeah, so it's <laughs> kind of like, oh, if this is what black men want, then I need to, oh, there's a frigging gnat keep flying in my face. But if this is what mm-hmm. black men want, then I need I need to keep leveling up to that level where I look yeah. virtually like a Kardashian. Let me get all of the similar surgeries. Like they, they've, they're getting the filler in their faces. They're getting the lips. Mm-hmm. They're getting the jaw lines. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like, everyone is starting to like mold into this similar look um and even coming back to um the whole like naming of these rappers them all having names of different ethnicities and whatever that they're not actually like with light skin keisha but she's like well i haven't seen her she's just a black woman yeah yeah like it's it's man especially kind of in america with the whole light skin thing it's it's like this whole thing of like they know that being light skin is desirable so yeah. they just call themselves light skin they'll probably sell more like people wouldn't have even looked at their faces and then it would be like oh when they do see their face it'd be like oh yeah this is a running joke i'm just gonna call myself light skin and as well actually <laughs> have you seen like there is um on tiktok um like Okay, uh, mainly like the American community, people were, were debating if they were light skin or brown skin and whatever. And this mm. whole thing, and we're gonna get onto this brown skin rubbish in a second. Um, <laughs> this whole thing of, um, yeah, like where like all of these these black women were just trying to claim being light skin, claiming being brown mm. skin, and they just want to be everything but dark skin kind of thing. And like they're mm. just holding on to these labels. And um obviously because like the idea of colorism is just so um prevalent in in mm. American culture, coming from the paper bag tests and stuff. And it was this whole idea of like everyone's just trying trying to it's like it's like it's still the paper bag test. Everyone's still trying to be comparable to this paper bag. They're still trying yeah. to be as light as possible to be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm. I can fit into this light skin category, and that mm. elevates me. And then, and then underneath that, there's this whole category of brown skin, where it's like mm. trying to just stay in this brown skin category. And then as well, after you know, Beyonce with brown skin girl. I don't <laughs> think that's what she was trying to do, guys. But um. <laughs> Yeah, like now it's this whole thing. Yeah, brown skin, brown skin, and Who it's would just you say like is a brown an example of a brown skin like celebrity. Someone that is an example know. of a brown skin. Yeah, well, like Megan Good. That... I would just say Megan Good is light skin. Though. Light skin. Right. I, this is what maybe, I don't maybe know. Maybe Megan Good is brown skin, but like no, but brown skin is fake. It's just bullshit. Yeah, like, like, the thing is, is that <laughs> okay, like because like okay, say for me, if you guys have seen me um like mm. people are trying to tell me like people have been telling me that i'm brown skin and it's like okay technically well technically we're all brown skin aren't we we're, we all got a brown we've all got a mm. shade of some shade hue of brown but like people are telling me that i'm brown skin because like i'm a medium skin tone mm. 
But like the thing is, is that in this UK, I've grown up dark skin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said this to Deanna before. But I'm sorry if Tanda Newton is dark skin. <laughs> <laughs> if Tanda Newton is dark skin in this UK, <laughs> then, then I'm 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 pretty blick in this UK. You know, like. <laughs> I mean, we don't say blick anymore, but yeah, anyway, but I'm pretty like, I'm, I'm dark skin in this UK, you know, mm. like, you know, darker than Tandy's. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just like, it's like, why are people even saying from? that to yeah. you though? Is it, are they saying it to um, try and big you up or are they saying it just, so, I don't know. Like, okay. Uh, so like I've been get, getting it mainly from men. Yeah. Um. Recently, and they love these to comment men, on skin. It's I feel like these men annoying. are consuming a lot of American culture. Mm. They they probably aren't. They probably were looking at these little TikTok debates where the people were doing this light skin, um, brown skin bullshit. Mm. Um. Because like, so the first guy who said it, like, who I was seeing for a little bit, he was just like, so he was he's dark skin himself. Mm. So he's darker than me. So he's telling me that I'm brown skin and he's just like, well, you're not dark skin, you're, you're brown skin, you're brown skin, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yeah, but in this UK, I've grown up dark skin. Like you are mm. darker than me. Yes. But like, I'm, I'm dark, I'm dark skin. Like in my family, mm. I'm dark skinned in my family, you know, like yeah. in my family are very much mix and match 50, 50, mm. like you'll get 50, 50 split of some some babies came out lighter other babies mm. came out darker like literally yeah. and it's literally kind of like split mm. down the middle like that so like growing up like i'm just i'm darker skinned you know mm-hmm. and um but like it is this whole thing of him just being like yeah but you're not there's people like it's more of the kind of oh recognize that there's people darker than you and it's like well i know that there's people darker than me Mm. And I'm not trying to take away from people who are darker than me and take away any kind of issues that people darker than me have faced. However, mm. the way colorism works, especially in the UK, like if you're black, you're black, like exactly. Yeah. And even so, like my skin tone isn't light enough for me to benefit from yeah. being light skin, lighter skinned, because even mm-hmm. like when talking to like my mum and my sister. Um, because they're they're light skinned black women, mm. and like even kind of just look at the difference between my sister and me. Like um, taking out the fact that like, because obviously my sister's five years older than me, so like mm. racism is a bit different. She and um, being the only black person in her year group, like she was mm. still seen as you're black. Yeah. However, she'd grown up with. She's had white boys who have been interested in her. She's had mm. white boyfriends in the past. In comparison mm. to me, I didn't have anyone interested in me. And then mm. I have to kind of look at that and think, oh, but my sister is light skinned. My sister is close proximity to like Beyonce's skin color, close mm-hmm. proximity to Rihanna's skin color kind of thing. Mm. And I have to kind of think of it in that sense because Rihanna, Beyonce, they're seen as desirable, like Alicia Dixon as well. They're seen as desirable. Yeah. They're desirable black people and anyone with kind of like a skin tone darker than that mm. is not isn't desirable you mm-hmm. don't see them on tv you don't see them anywhere so like in that comparison actually like i've grown up dark skin like we don't need to start putting in terms brown skin now because at the end of the day yeah my, the my UK, blackness yeah. isn't compared to people darker than me 
and I haven't been seen as even more beautiful than them mm. because I've just been seen as darker regardless. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's like, that's what, that's a problem I have with this argument about people trying to tell me that I'm, that I'm brown skin. Um, so I had it from that one guy who's darker than me. Then I've also had it from, also like, this is also very recent. I also had it from <laughs> um, this mixed race guy recently as well. And he was telling me that I'm brown skin and it's just like, yeah, but in this UK, I'm a dark skinned black woman. Yeah, and yeah. like for him, he's just saying, oh yeah, but I, I, like I've dated, I dated girls who are dark skinned than you, like, and how he likes dark skinned women kind of thing. And it's just like, okay, cool. But I'm still, I am a dark skinned black woman like yeah, in, in this yeah. UK kind of thing. Like, just like you said that you prefer darker skinned women, like I'm still in that category. In, cause yeah, you're, your category. You know, yeah. because you're still, um, you're still approaching me with that with that factory mind kind of thing mm, so yeah this That's is why i'm just i question this brown skin category because it's just a yeah, bit like, like is it a thing weird it exist over here yeah like it's like mm, i don't know i don't know mm. like it's just i don't like when people try and attach something to you when they don't know of your experiences because like you just said you grew up with similar experiences to dark skin yeah. women like that are darker than you across the country so like in that mm-hmm. in that context of the uk you are a dark-skinned woman like i just it, it, i find it very insulting because someone did something similar to me but they said that i'm um white passing and this was like a fully <laughs> black man and he listened to a podcast once so if you're listening hi but you're annoying <laughs> <laughs> but um he um he said that i'm white passing and i just thought like I started to question it myself. I was like, "Am I actually white passing? Um, like, do I look like a white girl? Do I look like a white woman?" And then, like, <laughs> no, I, you I, don't. But I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, "Like you saying this to me is really invalidating all of my experiences growing up being the only kid of color, like in my classes." Because it's like you're now you're now kind of um, discrediting my my experiences, my stories. Like the, these are my experiences of racism. If I was white passing. I don't know if people would be calling me certain names or I don't yeah. know if people would be talking about my hair in a certain way. And yeah, you know, I, I don't think I, I still in, in the other sense as well, like I've been called like by black boys, I've been called a lighty and stuff like that. So it's obvious that people are seeing that I am a mixed race person. Yes, like, I, exactly. I'm clearly not a white person. So why <laughs> would you say that to me? Because I, I don't know like, why, why you'd say it. The thing is that just sounds like it was said in with Uneducated. a lot of ignorance yeah like, yeah like i'm sorry like it's like it it's giving like sorry reference to last week again it's giving yeah. like when people want to call things anti-black when they're not it, that has no yeah. relevance to the situation so like literally like yeah. how can you just like look at a mixed race person and say oh yeah you're white passing and it's like hold on mm, where i'm not <laughs> white, yeah. white passing where <laughs> like uh, like because the thing is to be white passing, like one, I'd expect you to be straightening your hair 24 seven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and I feel like, no, I feel like you need to be a bit paler. I don't think you are white passing. Like, yeah, I'm just brown. Like, well, I'm not a brown skin like, girl, but I'm like, I'm brownish. Like I'm maybe coffee, maybe a bit beige. Like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not white. So it's just like, there 
there I see the flaw the flaws in the statement are there like you're not passing as white like I mean if mm. you wanted to say if you wanted to talk about how okay maybe if you I think and I think maybe this is what he meant or maybe mm. what this is the points that he wanted to make was about okay you as a mixed race person having a close proximity to whiteness Okay, fair enough. But yeah, yeah literally, I have but a then, privilege there. <laughs> yeah. However, no, he just said the wrong thing, and it's just no dumb, literally. <laughs> like, and he he's one of those guys as well that like he said that, but then when I was talking about we were talking about what each other's types are, he was like, "Oh, I normally date mixed race girls," and I was like, "Oh, here we go again." So you know that I'm mixed race. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know so, I'm so not you white. Know. So why? Yeah. Are you I think he said it to try and wind me up, and I just thought, honestly, fuck you, you're a prick. He was like, trying to be clever. He was. I think he yeah, wanted he used to do that. He used yeah, to try and be clever. You, because I think when you explained some of the conversation to me, he mm. was trying to be clever and trying to act. And he was also trying to and humble me educate a you on yeah. your privilege, but he's speaking all the wrong words. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> like, and clearly he's used to finding mixed race girls that he can, he can put, he can kind of educate them on their yeah. privilege. And yeah. it's just like, it seems like that's what he wants to do, which is just, gross I, I can't stand men who just want to educate <laughs> you yeah, just want same. to like, like, like they not, want to put women in their place yeah and I'm not here to for an education I'm not in school like I'm trying to date and I don't Literally. need you telling me what's what about race relations when like and, what, and what fucking qualifications do you have I get you're a fully black man but like you've already said to me that you don't yeah, mix race girls so I know I know yeah. that you, so you're we know that there's a level of anti-blackness there. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, yeah. No, don't just, try and educate me, you fool. Literally. Um, oh, yeah. But we're going to talk about... So... Oh, the anti-blackness fits in this other thing, though. Anyway, let me just quickly... We'll come back to the anti-blackness. But, okay, I'm just um, going to turn my light on, but you carry on. Okay, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, Deanna mentioned about the press press podcast with Adiola and Mariam the other day. So I haven't listened to the episode, however, that so they were quite candid about the different types of surgery, cosmetic surgery that they've had done and stuff like that. And um and I feel like this all kind of relates back into black women and kind of black female influencers who need to kind of um get into this black girl aesthetic kind yeah. of thing and just being trying to yeah try, trying to create this black girl aesthetic and trying to be like the best type of black girl you know mm. that that there is and um yeah I don't know like if you want to just kind of talk about yeah. talk on what you what you heard well, and stuff what I found quite interesting I think they are both interesting like I really enjoy the podcast yeah. but they were they were talking about um Adiola got veneers very young and so did Mariam but Adiola hadn't researched what she needs to like what actually veneers comes along are. with someone getting yeah, veneers what, yeah so yeah like she didn't realize that your teeth get like shaven down into like little like things like they don't look like teeth anymore they're little like shark's teeth and um she was talking about that the episode was about their surgery regrets so they were talking about that um and how she saw someone on Instagram promote this place to go and get the veneers done, but she didn't do any other research. And it just shows you that people can really be influenced by influencers mm. like that are promoting yeah. things that might not actually be what you 
you actually mm-hmm. want like they might not provide you with the outcome you want and she and said that's the that thing. that's why yeah i'm um, sorry just to cut in that's why the term influencer is actually very um it's very apt like it's very like correct mm. for mm-hmm. for these people because they do influence you to do stuff like and, yeah. and the thing is like I don't you think it's a shame sorry this is just a thought off the top of my mm. head that like okay influencers are called influencers as the, and they influence people to buy stuff and to do things and whatever however advertisements are called advertisements like do you know what I mean because advertisements have always been there in mm. this capacity to influence influence yes, people to buy and like yeah. with marketing marketing is there to influence and get people to spend their money and to buy whatever mm. things that they don't actually need but why is it that influencers they're called influencers and that's kind of like it has some negative connotations because it's like the term to influence someone is yeah. kind of like you're taking away the choice from that person you're influencing. I feel like that's very interesting at how, and especially as it's mainly women mm. who are influencers. I find it very interesting that that's the term that has been coined for them. And this is what the role is called. Because if it was men yeah. who were blowing up on Instagram, I bet you the term wouldn't be influencer. Nah, it would be entrepreneurs. Yeah. Businessmen. Yeah. I I think that, yeah, because it's women promoting their own brand and promoting like consumerism, people kind of look down on it. Like it's a really bad thing. When this whole time, like the big businessmen, yeah, like the the men that have been in charge of all the marketing Mm -hmm. over these years, it's like they're, they're not really shunned. Unless something goes terribly wrong, they're not shunned. But why are these women shunned on a day-to-day basis? It doesn't really Literally. add up. But um, yeah, so Adiola, um, she said that if if she knew that she'd have to get her veneers replaced every 10 years, I think it is, that she wouldn't have actually gone ahead with the surgery. Um, or I guess it's surgery. But she said that like I, she thinks she can get them for free up until mm-hmm. like the point where she's like not, a relevant influencer anymore but yeah the issue with that is that sh- she'd have to promote the brand and she said she doesn't want to have to promote people getting veneers because she can't it's one of her regrets and she doesn't think that yeah. it's fair to like encourage other good. people to get them done yeah so that was interesting we, need, we definitely need more people promoting invisalign and yeah, um, yeah. promoting braces <laughs> like mm. literally because yeah. i would definitely i would definitely get some braces uh, or Invisalign, yeah, for like for my my crowding and my bottom teeth. I'll definitely I'll definitely get some braces or Invisalign. Um, but that's the thing. I think what it is just with just going just going back to veneers and why mm. Adiola at a young age probably just kind of thought, oh yeah, I'll go and just get that done. Is that like mm. we've all heard of braces? We've all heard of that before. We've all we've all mm-hmm. heard of retainers. However when it was kind of coming up to new things and different things, she probably just saw someone with these white teeth, mm-hmm. white straight teeth, and then just thought, oh yeah, I'm going to get that done rather than kind of going to a local dentist or whatever to see what options they could say. Because the thing is that whenever you go to the dentist and you mention your teeth, they'll just say, oh, mm-hmm. it's cosmetic. You you have to pay mm-hmm. this much. But like they, they say it in a way like, yeah it's going to be it's going to be a lot of money 
but they don't mm. give you no quotes. So like yeah. they don't give you yeah. anything or any indication or tell you about it, how long it will take. So you mm. can actually s- see it as a viable option. This is why like for for just just using Adiola as an example that her at a young age just thought, oh, I can just get this done. And it was so, and it was just so much easier than just going to a dentist mm. in the UK because they just look at you and tell you, oh, it's lots of money rather than yeah. looking at you and actually giving you a breakdown of what exactly it is, what exactly that they do, how much it is, how much it will cost, what the payment plan is. But like they don't look, I feel like they just don't, especially, especially kind of us being um, black people, they're not going to look at us seriously and they're just going to mm. assume that we can't afford anything. Um, whereas Adiola had the money to go and get her veneers. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, it's just such, it's just such a shame that like, that's actually, that's, that's, that just comes back to this UK and how Mm -hmm. this UK works and how, and how this UK looks down on black people, especially young Mm. black people. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, yeah, there are other options here, but it's just so much effort. Even like I was saying to you on Saturday morning, I was supposed to have a doctor's Mm -hmm. appointment. They're supposed to call me at half nine. Yet they called me at like 10 past nine. I missed the call because I wasn't sitting by my phone because I went to make Mm -hmm. breakfast. Come back, voice note from the doctor saying, oh, you've missed your appointment. So um, you're going to have to call the receptionist again and book another one. I thought, for fuck's sake, like, why do these like staff not take people seriously? Like my appointment was not at nine o'clock. How did you miss your appointment when when they called you earlier than the appointment? Yeah, exactly. And you sent a voice note at the time of your actual appointment, right? No, I haven't missed my appointment. Call back now. He didn't leave contact details for him yeah. specifically. It was just, it's just laziness. Like some people are just it so is. fucking lazy. They are, they are lazy. I'm sorry, these doctors, like, I'm sorry, like, okay, look, yeah, we know, we know that there's doctors and nurses in the NHS. They are breaking their backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, mm-hmm. we know, we know. But like some of these, these GPs and sorry, let me just say these GPs, they don't give a shit. They, they don't care. They're there for the, so they can sit down all day and then they can fuck off and go home um <laughs> and then they get yeah. pay rises when the whole nhs get pay rises it's like you lot don't actually give a shit like you're here like screaming and shouting like screaming at me for not booking an appointment earlier but then when i turn up to appointments you don't actually turn up as well like yeah. they're, they're just and it's then just misreading everything like the amount of times yeah. like when my when my dad was going um so my dad had like a major oper- had a major operation and when like he had had an operation and um, or no, or he was going to be going for the operation, and my mum was telling our GP that this, this, and this happened. And my mum, being a biomedical scientist, so she's she's like coming with the terminology, coming with everything, mm. asking all the questions. My dad's just thinking, oh, okay, here you go. But like coming <laughs> with all of these things, the GP just tried to send them away. So then there was then she, but she was made sure to say everything all the details mm. and told and told him everything. So the GP sent him away. Why an hour later, he's calling my mom up saying, oh yeah, you need to bring your husband back in today. Bring him back in today. Oh, this is, this isn't good. And she's like, yeah, I know it's not good. That's why I told you. Like, yeah. And, yeah. This, and this is the thing. This is how, the, this is how these doctors are killing people. The end. Mm. Like, like yeah. you never, I'm sorry, this podcast, I'm always going to, I'm always going to say it like that. Because that's what they're doing. These doctors, these nurses, these reception, these fucking receptionists, they they like to kill, and that's what they're doing. The end. And one, like- one thing that I I've experienced, and members of my family has experienced as well, is like when I went to the doctor for like this lump that I had on my leg and on my boob, and I went in, 
And they were both there for about two months before I booked an appointment because I was like, mm-hmm. they might go down, might just be a cyst. And in the end, it was not a big deal. Like it was not cancerous or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, like I, I booked an appointment. I already told the receptionist it's about these lumps. I need to speak to a doctor. I had a phone call appointment. And then the doctor was like, you've had these lumps for how long and you haven't come in? And I was like, for two months. And then he was like, right, you need to get in today. And I thought, oh, I'm working. But I luckily I drive and I could get to the place so I was mm-hmm. like okay I'll come in and then like I was just being shamed when I was there that I didn't come in earlier yeah and but then- why should you be shamed when they make it so fucking hard for you to come in exactly and when if you came in when you first saw the lumps they would have just sent you home anyway exactly they would have been like oh it's only been there for like a couple of weeks so go home it's like what how am I ever meant to, supposed to get anything right with these doctors? Mm. And another time I went in to get a fucking blood test because I was like, oh, this was ages ago. I was like, oh, I've just turned vegan and I want to check I'm getting my nutrients. Then the woman who is the GP is like, you can't go vegan. You can't cut out meat. Um, it, it's not good what? for you. You need, to, you need to have meat in your diet. So are you a fucking like, doctor? Oh, are you a nutritionist? I just give are up Are you a nutritionist? They don't, they, they don't ever help me. They don't ever help me. <laughs> but this is what I mean. They want people to die. Like, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I'm sorry. These receptionists are not qualified to be giving you any medical yeah. advice. So why do they think they can give medical advice? You're not qualified for medical advice. Show me your medicine degree right now, please. I don't get it. I don't get it. But then I did get my blood tests in the end. But it's like, you... Yeah, but like, she, shouldn't be giving, she shouldn't be giving anyone advice. Like, I'm sorry, if you want to, if you want to become vegan, you're allowed to do that. There wouldn't be, su- yeah. there wouldn't be supplements. There wouldn't be things available that will aid you being vegan. So why mm. is she trying to give you the medical advice? You can't go vegan. Fuck off. Like, Honestly, and you? if it was my religion and it was like, I, I can't have these animals and the, this stuff in my diet for like ethical reasons. No, she would have shamed your religion. Me. Yeah, but she, she would. She would have shaped, she she shaped her, your religion. It was deep into Essex, so yeah. She would. She would have like. been like, <laughs> go back to church and just be Christian. <laughs> that's what she would have said. <laughs> go and eat your fish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Yeah, my rants about Literally. fucking doctors. But if yeah, I die, I just... it's because I couldn't book an appointment, guys. So if I die, <laughs> no, what? no, that's a, that's the reason why a lot of people are dying, and yeah. or, or they're or they're just deregistering them from the doctor's surgery like okay in one of in one of our past episodes you'll hear about my story about that like <laughs> when i ran to like about that and it's like i'm sorry they're doing this to the elderly as well they're doing this to the elderly because my mom told me that they did it to my granddad they're doing this oh they God. want people to die so like these people these receptionists they're killing people. Like, uh, uh, like, not even just they can kill. They are killing people. They mm. are just, and I just like, I'm sorry. These receptionists show me, like, if I ever have to go to a to a, a GP receptionist again, I'm gonna be like, show me, show me your medicine degree, please. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Where where are your qualifications? Is that is that your qualification on the wall? Mm, no, that's a calendar. Um. Yeah, you'll hear them like, stuttering. Yeah. So just book my damn appointment, bitch. Thank you. <laughs> um. Yeah. But as well, another thing that I wanted to mention, just just in like coming back to yeah. Adiola and stuff, like you know when when I feel like this UK, if if you go 
asking for anything that's cosmetic reasons, you know, like, mm. cause like anything, especially when it comes to like kind of teeth and straightening, whitening, stuff like that, anything mm. that's cosmetic, they always kind of like, it's like they shame you for looking for something cosmetic, you know, that's not yeah. a genuine health concern. And I'm sorry, like these people, especially when it comes to dentists. Yeah. Okay. These, these people who have, really really awful teeth mm. they're, they're not going to the dentist and they're not going to be asking for no cosmetic surgery so so why is it like you're turning away someone who is coming to the dentist yeah. and, just, yeah. and is just feeling a type of way and who cares about their dental hygiene they're feeling about a type of way about how their teeth looks why are you turning them away and just telling them oh that's just cosmetic it's like well okay so what just tell me what needs to be done why are you shaming me for seeking something cosmetic do you know what it's i probably mean about saving money like they don't want to spend money on no but like- they're not spending their money it doesn't make mm-hmm. no sense they're not spending their money they'd be gaining money from me looking for cosmetic procedures yeah that's true like see this and this is what i don't understand because and i feel like and that's why that's why you've got so many young people going and getting veneers because <laughs> it's much easier to do that than to inquire about braces and inquire about Invisalign. It's so mm. much easier because yeah, yeah, all you have to do is just message some surgery in Turkey and you can go and get your veneers done. Whereas here in this UK, oh, that's cosmetic. They're like they're making you feel bad for looking for just for trying to make trying to get something that's going to just make you feel good not because your teeth are unhealthy and another thing because like there was a time I hadn't been to the dentist what to be honest I I haven't been to the dentist in years now but like there was a time I hadn't been to the dentist in like three years or something Mm. or two two years or something and I finally booked an appointment because like my mum was my mum had been paying for it and I just hadn't gone because I was at uni and whatever Mm. so I finally booked an appointment and I went and like they came and it was a new dentist now and yeah. they came and they were proper like oh i see that you haven't been for two years and i was like oh, no. i hate that and then like oh my gosh like yeah oh my gosh you haven't been for two years and they kept saying it kept saying it and i was just like mm. bitch like yeah i haven't no i haven't so then then she looked at my teeth and then she was surprised that my teeth were nice <laughs> like Fucking look this, this, is, this is why i've been to the dentist so i haven't been having no problems like I, yeah, i'm brushing yeah. my teeth like you know i look after i look after my mouth and like the way they go on they go on like there's no way you can have healthy teeth without going to the dentist when what does the dentist do like you go to them you go to them twice a year like what what do they actually do yeah and, it's a con like once you become an adult and they're still trying to make you go twice a year i'm like for what Literally, yeah. Because like, after that time, when I hadn't been for two years and my teeth were fine, she said, "Oh, you probably don't need to come twice a year. Once a year will be enough." And I'm just like, "So now I, now I even don't need to be here twice a year." Yeah. And I was telling, and I was telling my mum just t- put my subscription down. They said I only need to go there once, and and they wouldn't do it. Like like the, my mum was still paying for it and like telling me off for not going. And it's like, mum, yeah. I don't even live in Wolverhampton, so why are you paying for it? Just. <laughs> just cancel it like, yeah. but um yeah like it's it's ridiculous and they, they act like you know it's just funny because they they act like oh my god you haven't been for mm. two years and then then when they just had nothing to do with my teeth because my teeth were nice it's like yeah. 
well, thank sure. you for putting me out of the job. Like, it's like <laughs> this weird thing. And it's like, it's like they want people who have messed up teeth to just come in and which like, I guess people do come in when they need emergency appointments and stuff, but mm. it's still just like, oh, I don't know how you could be a dentist to be like poking in people's gross mouths. No, I couldn't. Ugh. Like people, people don't brush their tongues either. And I just oh my could gosh, not nasty. look at someone's unbrushed no, tongue. I don't know how you can be messing around in someone's mouth. No, like I get why they so have disgusting. all the masks on and like everything else, like the shield over their face because people yeah, stink. but like they just go and they play in people's mouths all day. Mm. And they have you seen the tool where they pick the plaque out, the little <sighs> sharp tool? I just think, yeah, imagine that being your job. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> And sucking the and spit out it. with that machine. Yeah. Oh, oh, the spit thing. That's gross. Yeah. Oh, nasty. And as well, and it just makes you like, you know, like, because they suck the spit out. Yeah. And you know, like, there's that gland underneath your tongue that puts yeah. spit in your mouth. Yeah. They suck it out and then just more spit comes out because yeah. it's just like, you're just <laughs> sucking out all my spit. I'm dehydrated. Oh, <laughs> gross. Yeah. Anyway, um... So what are you guys, what positive vibes are you injecting this week? You know, now that we've just spoken about poking around in people's mouths and shit, like, yeah. Well, mm. what positivity are you injecting? <laughs> <laughs> um, mine this week is um, basically trust that you know what's best for you. Um, I know that doesn't apply to every situation, like most, in a lot of situations, especially if you've got like, if you're a crazy person. But yeah, mm-hmm. for me, trust that you know what's right for you. And yeah, that's that's mine. I like that. What about you? Mm, I think what I'm feeling this week is, because I feel like I've been feeling positive. I've been feeling... Yeah, I think what I think what I'm gonna inject is just have faith that the universe is working for you, and mm. you know just yeah, just like actually adding on to yours, just like, mm. and I feel like I've been saying this every single week, like <laughs> just yeah, just have faith that the universe is working for you, and that the things that you want, the things that you um, are like working towards is coming and all your hard work will be paid off and mm. you know what you 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 deserve the things the things that you want the things that you're attracted to you, you deserve it all and you can have it and you will you will have it and more so mm-hmm. like yeah that's that's what I'm gonna inject that's cute we're gonna yeah. have things yeah we're gonna have all of the things everything Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I just Alicia Keys went in my head after that. Like, what's that? <laughs> uh, this song? And everything means nothing if I can't get you. Yeah. Sorry, um, I won't sing anymore. But <laughs> you know, one thing I don't like this. This might make me sound like a bitch. I don't like when people do covers of that song because I just think. Oh, People just don't ever do it good. Yeah, I get <laughs> when you. When I've had like, people from my school cover the song, like people that sing, <laughs> people I'm just from like, your school, oh. for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> or just like people I know in real life, I'm like, why that song? <laughs> or even yeah. people on the X Factor and stuff, it's like no one ever does it good. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Like to be honest, that it's it's a hard song. I'd like, why do people I know, think? That's what and I mean. Alicia Keys, okay, like I mean, she's had 
some awful moments, yeah. Um, but <laughs> you know that that New York that Empire State of Mind was not it. Yeah, but, and um, Girl on Fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, awful. That album was not what it. Was, yeah. What was going yeah, on? As I Am was the was the last good album that she did. I don't even I the, I don't know her for her albums. I think I think As I Am was the last good album. The only reason why I know. Alicia Keys albums because my dad absolutely loves Alicia Keys like it's a bit random <laughs> but my dad loves Alicia Keys like we just had we had all of her albums when she had a new album oh we just had it out but I feel oh, maybe Girl on Fire is on As I Am though so but As I Am it was a bit wishy-washy oh I like that one like like He'll Never See Me Again that's an emotional yes, one yes love that song Mm. Every time you hold me, yeah, and um, I like, I like, oh, I don't Super really like no one. Super no, teenage no love one, affair. no one needs on to that? go. Uh, yeah, teenage love affairs on there. Oh, that's a fucking chew. Yeah, as I am was the last good was the last good album. No one, it was mm. like mm, no, thank you. But yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit that was getting to the Empire State of Mind kind of vibes. But um, mm. yeah, as I am, it was the, that was a good that was the last good album. Um, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, like you never see me again. That was a banger. That is, that is a song. It, that, that it just makes you cry. Yeah, that that can be my funeral song. <laughs> Your funeral song for fuck's sake. <laughs> like you never see me again. Sorry, I'm not. That's not the tune at all. No, I've got it, it in just my made head. Everyone cry every time you hold. Me, hold me like it be the last time. That's the song, isn't it? Yeah, Every yeah. Time you kiss me, that kiss song me does like have voice good. See me again. See me again. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh, oh. oh, gosh, yeah, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that was an, that was a good album. Anyway, but, um, yeah, I feel like it's hard to sing Alicia Keys though, because, like, mm-hmm. Her key is very like her key. If you can't sing, or you can't mm. sing in that key, can sound very jarring. Yeah, it's like even yeah. she can't get it right all the time because she it's can true. sound jarring. So I feel yeah, like that's what makes it hard. Like it sounds like she's straining a little bit. Yeah, but a bit like it Mariah works Carey. With some songs. Yeah, how Mariah Carey will sh- strain and it's kind of like. See, she sings in a weird key at times and then starts screeching yeah. and yeah yeah like it works with some songs and with some people but if you haven't got it then please don't try I don't want to see it <laughs> sorry I missed all of that it cut out I said I said I don't want to see it I don't want to hear it if you can't do it then just leave it oh yeah definitely not we don't <laughs> we don't want that no thank you <laughs> like, even, and, like, the thing is that it's very it's it's you know it's difficult if the actual singers can't get it right. So <laughs> I heard actually um oh, I can't remember I don't know what song it was, but I heard no, it was Jay-Z. Mm. I think it was Empire State of Mind and Jay-Z was just like made Alicia Keys sing it again, like he made her re record <gasps> it. <laughs> oh my god, what because she was bad? Yeah. He's like, okay, no, you need to do it again. Like Oh yeah. my god! He made her do it How a few times. She didn't. She couldn't just do it. 
Oh, but then but then they've had to do it live. I bet he's shitting himself. I bet he's like, oh, please hold it no, together. No, but it's like when, when they were making the song and recording the song, he was just like, mm. this isn't good enough. Do it again. That's brutal. No, but it's just like, but Jay-Z knows, he knows what yeah, sounds good. Yeah, he knows good. what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, like, I can't even imagine what it was meant to sound like before because that song is fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, she's probably thinking, damn it, I should have just got Beyonce here. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. She's not from New York though, so it wouldn't work. It was either Alicia yeah. Keys or Little Kim. <laughs> but Little Kim's not a singer. Uh, yeah, but Jay Z's not from New York, is he? Yeah, he's from the Bronx, isn't he? I don't know. Look. No idea. I was just about to say, where's Beyonce from? But she's from um, Texas. Isn't Houston, it? Texas. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's it for us, guys. <laughs> uh-huh. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. And yeah, tweet us, use the hashtag Inject It Podcast. Um, let us know, like, what do you guys think of Alicia Keys? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and just like, and whatever, whatever else we were talking about this this. <laughs> <laughs> this week <laughs> tweet us dm us just do whatever you want um yeah you can find us at injected underscore pod on instagram on twitter on everything use the hashtag injected podcast i know i just said that but i'm going to repeat it to make sure that you use it give us a five-star review on apple Podcasts and on spotify and yeah like thank you guys for listening we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm Alexandra. You can find me at ALXNDR underscore NIC on Instagram. And I'm Deanna and you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah, we're out, guys.